Hi everybody, my name is Alex Hastings and welcome to my show, Diary of a Trans Man. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to your podcast episodes. Today's episode of Diary of a Trans Man is sponsored by Raise Energy from Rep Sports. If you want an energy drink that will give you no crash with zero sugar, look no further than Raise Energy for your next workout. So how has everybody been these last uh, few weeks? It is day 60 of quarantine for myself here. I'm sure a lot of you, depending on where you live, are either greater or less than that number of days uh, in quarantine. It has gotten to the point where I I just bought myself a, a Roomba to clean my house because I've gotten so lazy during all my free time that... I can't even be bothered to vacuum anymore, but it has brought a great source of entertainment uh, to me because now I get to sit around like a cat and watch this little robot just spin around and clean up all of my dog's hairs <laughs> for for hours, just chasing it around, you know, making sure it doesn't get into any trouble. It's basically my new best friend uh, in in this situation. Uh, besides Alexa, who is the only person who will talk to me uh, right now in my day-to-day life. But in all seriousness, I am uh, taking care of a lot of personal projects right now, including picking up my house, cleaning it up, getting ready for sale, uh, working on my personal fitness goals and challenges. And if you follow my Instagram page, you will see that over the last month, I have, I wouldn't say lost weight because the weight stayed basically the same. But I've, I've lost fat, I'm starting to, muscles are starting to appear. If I look down at my stomach, you know, with the light just right, I can sort of see the shape of abs starting to form, which isn't something that I've probably ever had, even when I ran cross country back in the day, you know, in high school, never, never had definitive abs. So that is something I am really looking forward to working through uh, the next month as I complete my fitness, my fitness goals for my two month mark here uh, next June. So obviously the, the biggest news out for the trans community uh, from my perspective right now is the fact that since the trans military ban went into effect of April 2019, for the first time a service member has been uh, granted a waiver to present as the correct gender um, in the U.S. Navy. So this was this was approved by the acting secretary of the navy. So for those of you who don't understand military structure, that is the civilian head of the department of the navy. This has some some good things to it and some bad things uh, with it when we talk about waivers. 
because what what this is really doing is yes it's good for this person who isn't going to be allowed to serve as their true gender but for the the ongoing legal cases uh, that are that are being held up in the courts to have this ban dismissed outright then this is just some ammunition that can be used by uh, the counter argument that why do we need to completely get rid of this ban if people are going to be allowed to get waivers. Waivers can take a really long time to process versus somebody just walking up to behavioral health one day and saying, you know, I think I'm transgender. What what can I do? What are the steps I need to take? And then within a month or two be in the process. For example, I've I've been trying to get back to flying ever since uh, I came out as transgender with the uh, diagnosis of gender dysphoria and then going on testosterone, it put a flag kind of in my medical um, where I need a waiver in order to be able to fly again. And I've been waiting, I think, for a year for this waiver and it's still in that pending phase. And so, I mean, I only have three years left on my service. I'm not even sure if it will be approved in time for me to fly before I decide to get out here. And so if uh, if you don't remember what's been going on the last few years, we've had four failed injunctions uh, to stop this ban. And this has basically made uh, roughly 14,000 uh, service members kind of unsure about where where they are if they can come out if they can't come out so that's affecting a, a huge group of people here the navy is i would say has been pretty good overall uh, about letting transgender members be themselves while there was still the ban at work you know they said that they would be allowed to live in their correct genders outside of work and basically anything uh, not involving the Navy. So it wasn't an all outright ban, uh, kind of how it used to be for Don't Ask, Don't Tell, where if you were you were gay um, and anybody found out about that, you know, regardless if it was off-duty or on-duty, you'd be immediately removed from from service. Now that announcement is exclusively for the Navy. I, in my research, I haven't found any other service f- of the services uh, coming forth and saying uh, the same statement. Though, as we've seen this one waiver come out, I I am sure that um, over the next few months we will see a few more waivers being pushed through by the other service chiefs as well. This is kind of like a, a leak in the dam now. So we've, we've finally reached that point where it's been 
a year for for these waivers for some of these waivers to come through and now we'll get we'll start seeing a a few a few more trickle in um which you know that'll help the those small people but overall big picture we still need to be building up solid court cases uh to battle the overall ban and now we can only hope really that uh when the the new president hopefully is elected uh, this this coming fall, that we will see a reversal of policy, and unless we get uh, Donald Trump for another four years, in which case, I I would believe we weren't we're not going to see any effect on the ban whatsoever, and then it will be entirely through waivers uh, trickling in for individual soldiers, sailors, marines, and airmen uh, to be able to be their true selves while on duty and off duty. Moving on to other news that is a little bit more uplifting. Um, It is almost pride season and I'm sure a lot of people were thinking, oh, but what about COVID-19, we're not going to be able to congregate uh, and have these these pride parades and pride festivals and whatnot, but I would say double check with your local area because from what I have seen, a lot of the pride festivals are actually moving online this year uh, via Zoom, Teams, whatever online service they're going to be operating through you will still be able to uh, get your pride fest on and celebrate albeit you know by yourselves or with your family or just your friends but there are tons of things that you guys can do uh, online for example i was looking into the denver pride and they are going to be doing uh, parade floats. They're going to be like video parade floats. So you can make your own and videotape it and then send it in. And then they will stream all the parade floats uh, together for everybody. The Pride 5K that they do, it may not be with everybody, but you can still run a 5K in your your home neighborhood, and they will send you a commemorative T-shirt uh, for you to for you to wear. And you know, there's going to be dance parties via via Twitch. Uh, I mean, you have to buy, provide your own alcohol, but uh, for those of you that are over 21, that is. And, but you can still have have fun at home doing that, and then that I'm sure other, not just one city. I'm sure other cities are doing different different things, um, in order to make sure that the Pride season stays uh, the way it should be, which is a, a happy, fun filled time, full of love and joy, and not. Uh, fear 
panic and and anxiety. So some of them are even uh, pushing their their Pride festivals till after everything's opened up. So really, this year we're probably looking at an extended Pride season uh, that could last as soon as June all the way through. I bet even October this year. I bet we'll have Pride bump right up into Oktoberfest. And then, you know, Oktoberfest, then you got Halloween, then Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, you know, I think we're going to have a fun-filled, holiday-filled rest of the year, you know, starting with stuff starting to open up here uh, in the country. It's important to remember, though, that while things are opening up, it does not necessarily mean that it is safer for everybody to go outside and interact with other people uh, without masks. I still urge precautions of masks, uh, hand sanitizer, your hands. Don't wear gloves. Gloves have been proven to be bad because all you're doing is basically uh, carrying the germs around on those gloves all day and putting them on everything. If you don't use gloves properly like a medical professional and take them off after you do every single task, you're really not using them to their their actual potential and so i know a lot of people are going to want to go eat at restaurants and stuff make sure i would call ahead to a restaurant beforehand to see how they're doing their their seating if you want to attempt that uh know the the number of people that are going to be allowed inside the establishment how the servers are going to be uh dressed and prepared masks gloves whatever um just prevent yourself from getting covid right as everything seems to be looking a little bit better. And from what I've heard, you do not want to end up having to get that COVID test because basically they set, they stick something up your nose and then swab the back of your, back of your throat, which to me kind of, you know, reminds me of how the Egyptians used to be mummified where they would stick the little hook up their nose and then scoop out their brain. So it doesn't sound pleasant. Uh, it sounds absolutely terrifyingly awful and this is from somebody who has uh done nasopharyngeal airways uh for training in the military not not a fun experience not something you want to do uh so stay stay safe stay healthy and stay home that's the mantra safe healthy home And now some personal news uh, for for me to share with you all. Uh, it has been exactly one year since I received my top surgery uh, from Dr. Elliot Jacobs up in New York City, who is now retired, uh, and unfortunately, which means I can't get my revisions, which was slated for uh, the end of April right before he was going to retire, uh, but obviously due to the uh, disaster in effect in New York City, I was not able to make it up there uh, right now, so I will have to find a different revision uh, surgeon in the next few years to, to finish that. But this is also my second year that I will be able to go shirtless out uh, during summer. So I've been working on, you know, popping up the pecs, getting ready for that, that shirtless beach season. Because while 
you know, I'm not 100% happy with how my chest looks, specifically the uh, where I lost the, the bottom half of one nipple to necrosis. You know, I still enjoy the experience of, of going shirtless. And if you if you look at my Instagram, you will see that I do enjoy posting shirtless qu- pics quite a uh, quite a lot. It is uh, it is a fun experience for me, especially as somebody who was never really hundred percent confident in in my body to begin with. Top surgery has been the the most freeing thing of of my life. Uh, so I know a lot of people are getting canceled, so keep your your heads up, you know. Uh, some surgeons now are allowing you to do COVID tests before and, and keep your surgeries on. So if you have that option, I say good for you. Uh, enjoy the experience of getting top surgery, maybe not the, the pain, you know, involved with it uh, in the recovery, but after you get past that that one milestone, it is definitely a an experience for for the better. Uh, so down here in Lower Alabama, uh, we are still trapped within our fifty mile radius of travel, and unfortunately, Panama City Beach is eighty miles away. But it seems the the general might be loosening up the reins a little bit here in the next few weeks and hopefully uh, I can travel down to PCB with my friends and and be able to have some beach time uh, before I depart the country and head on over to uh, Germany where I'll be for the next three years which is seeming uh, to take forever since I've been saying I'm going to go to Germany so for the last few months and my my date gets keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed because of covid but i think i think we're finally going to be able to go i should be getting there i think in august middle of august first week of august somewhere around that time usually we're a lot more certain in the military of when we're moving but obviously right now it it is not that way while I'm over in in Germany, it'll be uh, the end of summer, and and it's, it's I think it's higher than than Maine in terms of uh, where we are north, uh, closer to the poles or not. So I, I from what I remembered, it got it was still snowing over there in in May the last time I was in Germany. So we should get pretty cold again, but you know after being in Alabama for. It'll be about a year uh, this time where it is minimum 60 basically all the time and we're about to start hitting the hundreds each day. I think some, some cold air will do me some good. You know, I spent three years in Fort Drum where it was cold, snowy, wet, 70% of the year. Uh, so it'll it'll be a familiar territory for me last thing i wanted to hit before we signed off for this week episode was if you managed to catch this episode today uh look at attending the event 
uh, Quarantine Bingo. It's a fundraiser for the Henrietta Hudson, which is a local uh, queer bar up in New York City. Uh, the event is being uh, was. Er, the event was created by uh, good friend uh, last thing before we sign out for today um, I just wanted to give a shout out to an event that's going on tonight so if you manage to catch this podcast uh, in the next few hours uh, take a chance and go on to save the bar dot eventbrite.com it is a quarantine bingo uh fundraiser to save the henrietta hudson which is a local queer bar up in new york city uh the events being the event is brought to us by a uh, good friend cyrus golston who i did the out and equal conference with uh back in 2017 there's going to be some local names in the uh, trans community uh, and drag community doing some performances and it is all going to be on zoom tonight at eight o'clock eastern time uh you can buy tickets online and as many bingo cards as you could afford so if you were available now uh, look out and into helping the local community uh, save this bar. Once again, this has been an episode of Diary of a Trans Man. My name is Alex Hastings. Thank you for listening. If you want to find more episodes that you haven't listened to yet, you can go check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to your podcast shows. Thanks, and see you next time.